Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey. Hey there, all you listeners out there, the readers. It's Carrie. And Lara. And you're listening to Sexy Prairie Home. Prairie Home Companion. Companion. I am Lindsay. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I am I'm Lindsay. Lindsay Lohan. And you are watching a Prairie Home Companion. <laughs> I can't. A Prairie Home it. Companion. You are watching Prairie Home <laughs> Companion. I started I'm... it. Wait, Meryl. did we talk about how Lindsay did a uh, parent trap reunion recently? I think we touched on it somewhere. Oh, we did, we did, we did, we did, we did. We did. Yeah, um, I'm so out what of practice with Lindsay's vocals. We are, we are, we report to you live from Prairie Home Companion. Welcome to welcome to Prairie Home Federation's Companion. podcast. The Federation. I'm Lindsay Lohan, and I am Lindsay Lohan too. I think that Quora has been good to her. Yeah, she's like helping Putin. No, I'm just kidding. Putin released. <laughs> I love that Russia like released their vaccine. Oh, they have a vaccine now? <laughs> Apparently. And, like, flies to Russia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's it's probably not legit, but I just. I would be Lindsay an anti-vaxxer for Russia's vaccine. That's where yeah, I, would I would start flexing <laughs> my anti-vax muscles. Yeah, like, I would I get very just trust this. No, I don't know. I would get super Jessica Biel about the Russian yeah. vaccine. If you and Robert Kennedy me, Jr. 
the uh, the option right now to get a vaccine, but it was Russia's vaccine. I don't think mm. I would do it. No, but that's just <laughs> Go, me. <laughs> goes anti-vax one. <laughs> Ooh, it feels good in here. I said, mm-hmm. enter the anti-vax territory. I'm always like, teetering on like a anti-vax buy-in. I have to be quite honest with you. I'm always like, what if I haven't ever gone that level? But I'm always like, hmm. Lars. I know. I just it's the it's the goop side of me, or like the mm. holistic like supplement side of me. That stand only, over there. That kind of flirts with the anti-vax. Like I, I will be standing like ten you like feet to away. Flirt. I think you like to flirt with. You like to flirt with danger a little. I do it. I just like to look and make eye contact and kind of smile. Yeah, we all like way. to. We all like to stare hell in the eye sometimes. Yeah, that's the far. That's the closest I've. But come then you to don't. An <laughs> but then you don't want to be like. <laughs> I don't want polio or what. Or like measles. Or measles. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want any of Get- it. Yeah, I don't want you getting polio either. Uh, I no gets, thanks. Gets polio once. Gets pol- mm. Well, I mean, but I still think about <laughs> gets polio once. That is the the pro vaxxers meme for an anti vaxer mm-hmm. turning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of which, flu shots are now available earlier than I, ever before. I was offered one, and then I. I just didn't feel like it. Well, yeah, I, I'm, I too was offered one and I had to decline because I was getting a dental surgery the next day. So I was like, it's probably not the best. I did go anti-vax for that <laughs> moment. Me too. But I, I will go get one. not the best time, but I'm, I can't wait to skip on over to CVS and get loaded up with a flu shot. <laughs> Ooh, stick it in me. Oh, Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I would advocate on this podcast. I'm taking a stand and saying my hot take is maybe get a flu shot before this fucking fall comes because uh, yeah. a place of en masse is just around the corner. Yeah, it's coming. If you believe um, in our psychic abilities and mm-hmm. our abilities in relaying the psychic prediction of others, you will get a mm-hmm. flu shot. I, there was a video of Shia LaBeouf getting his nose swabbed, and it was like kind of erotic. Ugh. He is so Unreal, hot. Hot. Unreal. He's been like slip. You know how like Instagram suggests it, like explore page based on like what you like. He's been s- little Shia fan accounts have been sneaking in, mm-hmm. which I'm like, Ooh, I got to follow some of those. Mm-hmm. You love a fan account. I love a fan account. I was my last yeah. big fan account following sesh was RIP Ashley Benson and Cara Delevingne. And now they're done. So they're done. So I need some new fan accounts to get behind. I do follow Shia's outfits on Instagram, which is great. She's great. Always, content. Is he still with Okay. No, they broke up and now he's back with Mia Goth. Love that. feels right. It's like as it should be. I ride for Mia after Suspiria. Yeah, I believe in them. She's a good actress. Mm-hmm. She's great. Um, who else am I following recently that I'm like very happy about? Um, 
Oh, I followed Brenda Dixon. Who's that? Remember that video, Welcome to My Home, that like vanity video from the 80s? It rings a bell, but I can't re- say I remember it off the top of my head. I'll post about it. It's 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 like a famous. And I follow my favorite. One of my favorite follows is Joanna Cassidy. Oh, yeah. She's going wild and poor. What's she up to? She's like fucking living her best. She she's been posting a lot about like how like being on being on set again and like just her wild life. She's excited to work to get back to work. She is. She was Mm -hmm. excited. Um, She followed me on Twitter because I tweeted that Joanna Cassidy's parents lived next to me growing up, which they did. Chic. And she she tweeted. This was also a tweet from like 2015. And she finally responded like a few months ago and wrote, really? Quora gave her a chance to just tie up loose ends. Yeah. (laughs) That's like one time I tweeted about Cresha, that movie. And Mm -hmm. the Cresha tweeted me like months later. Mm. Like, ooh, like, wow. Yay. I love that. "Mm -hmm." My famous house connection is that I grew up in Cher's stepdad's house in Oklahoma. Wow. Yeah. He owned the house with her mom before my parents moved into it. Did they ever meet her with him? I don't think she ever. I don't she I don't know if she ever set foot in it, but then the gardener that my mom like inherited with the house, um he claimed that he did that Cher was there and he saw her swimming naked in the pool once. But <gasps> TBD. If so, iconic. Iconic. <laughs> if not iconic, but that's an amazing connection. It's a cool connection. So you could like theoretically go up to Cher and be day, like yeah. I lived in your parents' house. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Do you believe in that? And I'd just join her in singing. Another great follow is um, uh, shit. Oh, Katie Holmes. Oh, yeah. What's she up to? She, post- she posted a wild photo last night about the news of Kamala Harris and Biden and it was mm-hmm. a picture of Katie like looking like she was <laughs> like somewhat I can't even hear. Is she happy? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Just like she ecstasy. feels like she could release. She could finally yeah. get the release she needed with that news. Someone tweeted at me, it looks like she's getting eaten out like in a bathroom. <laughs> it is sexual. It's a little flash dance. It's a little sexual. She has a wild social media. Okay, I've got I'll follow her. I'm ready. Yeah. And like occasionally she'll like hint at Surrey. Mm-hmm. But it, she keeps her very like out of the That's a good thing, I think. Yeah. But she's and she like Zach Posen's always like, my girl, and like, you know. You know. <laughs> I love it. Imagine having that reaction to like any politician. I have that reaction only when I post me to Panine. (laughs) A Panine. A Panine. And it arrives in one of those robot things. 
Oh my god. And by that time, I'm so hungry because those robots are so fucking slow that it takes like 30 extra minutes for it to get there and I'm famished. And finally, when I get the notification that it's arrived, I go full Katie Holmes, Kamala Harris vibe. It's also very Melissa praying to Jesus and her father. Oh my god. Well, we should should get get into into it? it. Yeah, let's go there. the finale. This season finale really fell Tanked. flat. It really, it was like things kind of happened, but nothing really happened. And then it was just over. I kind of think they should have had the last episode be the season finale with totally. Melissa performing. I think that should have been the the that true climax. Felt really final to me. It did. And like end it with like Joe Judice being like, she did something that none of us could do. Mm-hmm. You know, and then like cut to him being like, $11 million in debt still. Yeah. Also, it's somehow spring. Yeah. What? Where did the time the go? Dead of winter. Like snow. Like so everything frozen over to then just like everything. Spring has sprung. The flowers are in bloom. But I will say that's how the Northeast is sometimes. Okay. Sometimes I love- a Jersey winter can go in as go out as quickly as it came. Just to add it to the list of things I love about Jersey, because I was like, Jersey's looking very inviting again. There was nothing better than like being in middle school and it being like a Wednesday afternoon and like being early March and like having a balmy day where it was kind of cloudy Mm -hmm. and then going to McDonald's and getting a shamrock shake Mm -hmm. and being like, it's spring. When shamrock shakes came in, I was like, spring is here. Yeah, it's time. That was my time. Mm-hmm. Um, Jersey's like that, and then like next week it'll snow. Yeah. Okay. Things looked very lush. All the it landscaping did. was like really on point. Yeah, it was. A, that was a little jarring. And then Caroline <laughs> was like having like caprese salad like on her back deck. Like yeah, what? It was like it's what? Like, is it's suddenly time? June. Yeah. That was like uh, Victoria's school dance seemed like a spring thing, and it was mm-hmm. still chilly out. But then suddenly it's they, so they definitely filmed that later. I think there was the a break book, in filming. If she if Tree was like at one point shooting all the stuff for her cookbook like that, there's has to be like a six month period or something at least yeah. between shooting those photos and actually the book being released. So, yeah, I, I think like they just like crunched. I think Teresa, I think it was like a <clears throat> They took like a month or two off between mm-hmm. waiting for the book to come out and then like, because that was the big drama and it's the drama going into the next season. Yeah, because I feel like it would have been just a good note to end on with like, you end with Melissa and you open up next season with like dramas on the fucking horizon, like Tree's book has come out. Yeah, it, it did feel like a... And it felt like a first episode for the a new season. It did yeah. feel like that. And I and the fucking book is like the main drama next season. It's so annoying. This book is like it haunts takes us. over. Because the only time a book has been used well was season one of Brony with Cop Without a Badge. Cop Without um, a Badge. The book. Um. So we start with um, Teresa or Melissa's getting ready. They're about. They're gonna have photographers come to Teresa's house, and they're gonna do a Judice Gorga family, family photo. photo. I love it. And her I stylist, do like when, mm-hmm. 
her stylist Metal Ben Roya is over. I just was like loving Metal Ben Roya, who really came to just like stir up, stir the she damn came- pot. Yeah, and uh, I like when Teresa calls Melissa, and then Teresa hits like a bunch of buttons, and you just hear Teresa going like, "Oh shit!" With classic tree initiating a yeah. phone call. I like when Teresa's. The thing that makes me think that some of the drama is staged is like the way that Teresa and Melissa talk on the phone is very like amicable. Yeah. The way they talk in that moment felt like, oh, you guys talk like several times a day. Kind of like casual. Did you get that vibe? See, I was thinking it felt kind of opposite. Like you guys never talk on the phone and you're like acting your phone. Their phone acting skills are pretty poor. I would say, like the conversation oh. feels kind of like stilted or whatever. Maybe, maybe I was just duped by TV magic, but I was like, because Tree was like, all right, all right, all right, you got, you got, you got. Like she was being kind of nice. Hmm. Well, she's uh, also in the power seat in this situation. Like she's hosting the like mm. family photo and like including them her books coming out like trees feeling very like back on top in this situation she's, she's manic yeah she's manic once again momo mania she also she also controls what antonia is wearing or what what melissa's wearing because adriana's wearing pink and purple so she tells melissa to wear to not wear pink and purple and i love that melissa was trying on a pink and purple like the sluttiest top she could possibly wear to like a family event. I know that cross. And then like, it was a really wild, like cross just over the boobs fabric mm-hmm. halter, then midriff, then like a hot pink cummerbund. And yeah. truly you just know you're hot when you can pull off something that. like that. And it just look, you're at like me, the viewer accepts it. I was a little, I was like, very depressed to hear that they've never been included in a family photo. It tracked. It's fucked up. Drama. Yeah. Um, so they're getting ready. She's getting her kids ready to go over for a night shoot. Maytal uh, says she mentions that I'm glad you didn't tell tree that it was me who's over here because I guess she styled Teresa Teresa and Teresa said never work with Melissa. <laughs> I'm like, why yeah. would you say that to this person? Metal. I also Metal. love um I love how the Judice and Gorgas only come alive at night. Mm-hmm. Their families can only meet in the dead of night. <laughs> Every time they meet, they have like they have like backlighting on their house, like front lighting on their house. Like it only like you know what I'm talking about? It's always yeah. like they must meet once the sun goes down. That's why Tree was so late to take the kids over to Melissa's. Mm-hmm. That one She's like, ah. she had to wait till sundown. The sun ain't down. We're not going yet, kids. Gotta wait till sunset. Gotta wait till sunset. You know, um, that's the law. <laughs> that's like the Gorga curse. They uh, operate under like a mystical curse on the family. It's the blood moon. It's the blood moon. Always. Um... Then we cut to trees. Mm -hmm. Melania is crawling all over the place. When is she not? Melania is Spider-Man. She is. Um, Teresa's 
of course a mess i feel like at one point adriana was like hanging off of her own high chair just by her teeth yeah <laughs> it's ma- getting ready with that family is like i can't think of anything more stressful i just joe love- is n- and Joe's, Joe's always the last to get ready. Not gonna help. Yeah, he's like passed out somewhere. With his like tongue yeah. hanging out of his mouth, like panting. <laughs> I think like Adriana is like weirdly very strong. Mm-hmm. She is like Her- low key attempt. She's like attempting. Like I think she goes under the radar because she is the youngest and no one really like pays her mind but if you watch closely she literally is like hanging off of things just by her teeth and at one point in the episode she tried to like she like walked up to the door and just shut it and closed every like four people out of the house and then like walked off i was like she is like (laughs) flexing on everyone and low-key like she has machination she has tricks up her fucking sleeve she is like extremely cuspid heavy. Mm-hmm. Like she's her front canines are like, an- like ship anchors. She's like a little gargoyle who came to life. She a and <laughs> she's like just like she's a gargoyle who inhabited human form and tricks yeah. with like how cute she is and also the youngest. But I feel mm-hmm. like she like sucks people's souls out of their body at night. She has to. She has to be on her feet because of Melania. Because mm-hmm, Melania could pick her up and like launch her at any time. Melania's constantly beating her, but beating she kind her. of. But she loves it, and that's oh, yeah, the gargoyle she's... within is like she loves like the violence. The gargoyle. The gargoyle. Um, and then we cut to the Lorita house, and Uncle Jamie has come flown in from chicago big I'm gay jamie call the police on uncle jamie is he gay yeah. yeah okay damn it i literally truly my gaydar i just have to accept that whenever i'm like weirdly attracted to someone which i kind of wrote in my notes i was like jamie is hot he is that hot means they're gay yeah <laughs> Every every time without fail, it's like that. Look, I can't control. You, it's just how, you it's like, how I've always been, and I just now everyone need to has their thing. Accept. You're just yeah. you are drawn to gay men. I'm drawn to them, sexually and just emotionally. Yeah, everything. I think I really was like a gay man in a past life. And when you say it, when anyone, when another straight woman says that, it makes me want to like jump off a bridge but when you say it and i'm like yeah i didn't mean to like even say it like how now i'm cringing at no how even would have come Laura, off but truly no, are you I hearing me like... a gay man say that you're you can say that okay Lara can say faggot thanks because i was but, one honestly i but like, ask my psychic i've heard that vouch. before like like a girl being like I, i'm like a gay man it's I'm like a gay man in a mm, no but when you yeah. say it i'm like i could see that i was versed so don't cringe life yeah you reverse mm-hmm. i feel like you were you were reverse top <laughs> the first top um no J- jamie's hot jamie and has, I would jamie has big dom top vibes 
Yeah. I want him to do like, a push up and then pounce on me and then just like. He's like six PMH. five, bald. I'm. I like. We've talked about bald, this. Yeah, it's like bald Corey Stall vibes. Truly, nothing better. Like, kick me in the face. Yeah. I don't want Uncle Jamie to like kick me in the face with like a square toed shoe. I want him to go <laughs> right in the mouth. He wears. Right in the he has stuff. horrific style. He has awful. He's horrible wearing style. like a like a biking. <laughs> hold the mic up to him and be like what do you think of uncle jamie's style what do you think about gig- oh, they're outside they're right outside my Carrie has people are painting window cleaners that are like going up and down intermittently past <laughs> the window behind him and it's the most like amazing thing to see but i really would love them to weigh in on uncle jamie Ron please J, weigh in finale of season three Ron J. what do you make of uncle jamie and his style what do you make of that um no, he comes in, he comes blowing in with the wind with a suitcase, comes right into the Lorita house, and he's there with a mission. He's there with a mission, and the mission is, once again, let's set Ashley up to just, like, fucking shame he, her on camera. Yeah. And ask her the and same now have questions. A, and now have a gay man shame her. <laughs> yeah, they're like, well, we've had the whole family, we've flown her dad in and her stepmom to, like, collectively shame at a restaurant. Where? What else can we do? And they're like, we'll have Jamie come in and ask her the same questions that always make her cry and flee the scene. Like, how have they not realized that this is not, like, no one coming in and communicating with Ashley this way yields positive results? I also like Jamie... I like I do like hearing him and how him and Chris have always been like the closest. Mm-hmm. It's sweet. Chris is like Chris is tender when Jamie's there. Yeah. I love it cutting to Jamie like explaining what he does. And he goes, I'm a chef. I'm a stylist. I do it all. I was like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> also, okay, he was wearing like, sweatpants capris and that. In that scene. His style's unclear. He looked like he'd just gotten done, like, biking. Like, you know those bike riders that, like, ride their skinny mm-hmm. bikes on the side of the road? Like, he yeah. had a shirt like that, but then, like, a huge chain. And I well, was in like, season Did four, he, they have... Is he, like, biking? Well, season four, there's a big gay wedding with Jamie and his husband. And they're oh. both bald. And they live in this, like, oh crazy property in Illinois. And it's hot as fuck. Wow. And Caroline officiates it. Holy shit. And they all go and like Joe Judice makes horrible gay jokes the whole time. Great. Yeah. As one does. Does he give a speech mm-hmm. where then he just says like a ton of gay slurs? Joe? No. I mean, he gets like emotional. He like cries. Gone I think. Into, he started to go into speech mode and it makes me want to keep watching Ronje because I'm like his speeches are now. It's like he gets he he says something to Greg something about being a bottom and then he's like greg i'm sorry do you hate me now like i'm really sorry and then so i think he feels bad and then at the wedding he gets like teary-eyed watching jamie get married joe's really new to the whole he's has a lot of like processing com- to do he's complicated but he needs to also <laughs> shut the fuck up but yeah he also cannot like <laughs> so can't jamie comes over because th- jamie they basically are like Jamie was Ashley's like Uncle Jamie and I have a lot in common. He was always like the black sheep of the family, so I really feel like we're we're kind of similar in that way. So I'm excited to see him. And 
Jamie and Ashley compare tats because Jamie's covered. Yeah. He's like, Ugh, he's like Red Dragon. Yeah. Um, and he basically gets Ashley to disclose that she has a new tattoo that she got while the crew was in Punta Cana. <laughs> and it's on the top of her foot, which is my hell. A and real it's, dark place to get tatted. And it's a man or woman, both. Anyone who has a tattoo on their foot, I'm like, mm. The only kind of foot-ankle tattoo combo I've seen that I've ever liked and accepted was, like, Nicole Richie's. Like, she has what looks to be a rosary or something that, like, wraps around her ankle and goes on the top of her foot. And it kind of is, like, delicate and cool. But every <laughs> other top-of-the-foot tattoo takes me to a place of hell. I had a swim coach who had a clover on her her ankle, I remember. That's cute. And I was like... You're like, good luck. <laughs> she was cool. I was luck, like... Link, life good. Top of the mo- I went, top of the morning to you. <laughs> They're always My name is Blarney me, O'Donnell. <laughs> Blarney, o- Blarney O'Shaughnessy O'Donnell. Blarney O'Shaughnessy. <laughs> Blair, Blair O'Shaughnessy. Ashley has a face full of fillers at this point, right? Like, she's been poked and prodded a little bit. She's looking glam. I won't lie. Like, she's looking hot as fuck. She looks great. I think she's maybe, like, late. She stopped, like, partying a little. Like, she took a break. She looks a little old. Like, full extensions or just, like, a really good blowout. And, like, her fillers are on point. No, she's just young, so she can, like, cover it all up with makeup. And she has a swallow tattoo on my forearm. It's a swallow. And then Jamie's like, you can't go out to a bar, and some guy asks you what it is, and you go, it's a swallow. I was like, why the fuck do you think she got a swallow? Yeah, He's like, a girl looking like you at your age? He's like, don't tell a man that in a bar. And he's like, say it's a sparrow. She's like, could, but it's a swallow. But it's a swallow, Uncle Jamie. And he's like, I like, I actually like him giving, like, he's like, what? Don't, don't tell people that. <laughs> she loves it. Um, Her and then Jacqueline, <laughs> Jacqueline's like, wow. She's like, why am I surprised? She's like, I'm not surprised. She's like, next time I see Ashley, she'll have tattoos on her face. I'm like, okay, Jacqueline, I don't think so. But also, who gave her money to go get tattooed? Like, tattoos cost money. And if she doesn't have a job, someone's paying for it. Hmm. You can't really be that mad if, like, you're the one that's doing a direct deposit into her checking account every two weeks. Yeah. Chris goes, I have that money. Yeah. Send it to me. I'll give you the routing number. (laughs) (laughs) Chris goes, looks like someone shit on a foot. (laughs) <laughs> at one point chris is like uh jamie starts giving her advice and he's like basically like you're a mess you need to get your shit together like you know just just you when you just when you think jamie's gonna be like the hero he like just shames her even more than anyone else what's well, the same fucking conversation where he goes what are you up to what do you want to do with your life and she goes i really want to move to la like i still want to move to la and then he's like oh you have a job there and i'm like oh here we go again like this always ends the same fucking way and then he's like you don't do anything around here you're pretty worthless you have no job and then to get shamed by like your hot gay uncle is a fate worse you- than death 
who you probably like idolize a little yeah who you expect to just be like kind of sassy to your parents and like take your side but like low-key on the side be like hey like what's the plan how can i help you like instead yeah it's like you're a fucking worthless piece of shit and ashley <laughs> just flees to the bathroom <laughs> i was like i and don't then, blame her and then she comes back in jacqueline gets her and she's like go away mom and then she comes back in and chris goes look i'm gonna he's like look uh and don't take this the wrong way but i know you come across she comes across as a bitch and I was just like, oh, my God. He's like, but she really means well. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's like, I want to find that thing inside you that I know is there. I'm like, my God. And then everyone reveals that Ashley is going to just stay in New Jersey for now. And I was like, this yeah. is a real non-drama twist. After Apparently. all of that, after, like, Jacqueline fleeing to the dungeon of a restaurant to, like, have a panic attack and like barricade herself into a wall and tomb herself forever more to call in her arsonist (laughs) ex-husband oh yeah having her ex-husband and his wife who are just out on bail from freshly setting their house aflame yeah they could buy rings (laughs) and then caroline goes she goes she comes in and goes Ashley's smarter than all of us. And she smiles. She goes, she knows exactly how to work it with the extended family. But one day, Ashley's going to wake up and everyone's going to be gone. I was like, my God. Why? Jesus Christ. Why would everyone be gone? Ashley's smarter than all of us. I was like, like, everything you just said is wildly off base. (laughs) Yeah. Caroline's like, Caroline's trying to prove that Ashley like killed something. Yeah. She's like, I have a cat. Exactly what she's doing. She killed my dog. One day, everyone will be gone. I'm like, everyone will be gone. This is true. What narrative are you living in? Yeah. Also, like, dark. Ashley just wants to fucking party and wants her mom to shut the fuck up and give her money. Like, that's pretty much very simple. Yeah. She just is like immature and like emotionally stunted and wants to party and doesn't know what she wants to do. Like most kids her age. Yeah. And like wants to go to LA. I got it. Like, yeah. And also like, what are you like? Your kids aren't doing that much different. Yeah. They just aren't. They just like, don't tell you to shut up. Yeah. Anyway. 
I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted MeUndies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist. And I'm positive that based on my experience with MeUndies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me, undies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash sexy. That's MeUndies.com slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Caroline rules. Caroline rules. We cut to Caroline back at it. And she's <laughs> talking about, she goes, life is about following your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> this is basically, this little moment is like Caroline's little like swan song of like, what am I going to do now as an empty nester? Yeah. Like, remember that Caroline was like going to also try and get a job or like have a career after her career of being a mom has come to an end. 
And during her, midway through her broadcast, Caroline and Chris crash it. And then Carol or Lauren, Lauren and Chris crash it. And Caroline goes, what are you doing here? <laughs> and they oh, all I'm going to laugh. It's like the most shocking. Oh, I'm going to cry. She loves oh, it. She's oh, a very easy God. to please woman. Mm-hmm. She is. Yeah, it's very simple. Like, all she wants is a little attention. All she wants is her kids. I want Caroline. I want the Caroline I want to see is the Caroline that we saw on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Hair slicked back, wearing like a pantsuit. Boss bitch and like, Caroline. Boss, just like a fucking hammer. Gun in her waistband, Caroline. Like, <laughs> <laughs> gun, wonder, rifles, her... on each, rifles in each leg. Like, yeah. her legs are, her legs and arms are all like assault rifles. Are full rifles. And like, <laughs> what was the person you said fires one and then blows? <laughs> <laughs> what? Who was the person we said had a, had like a, a rocket launcher on their, on their leg and then like, Puts Danielle. It out. Was you it did- Danielle? Danielle, <laughs> yes. Like Rose McGowan and fucking yeah. <laughs> Planet Terror. <laughs> um, <laughs> Caroline. Yeah, I want her like assassin Caroline, and I want her like flock of seagulls Caroline hair back. That was like mm-hmm. at the Blackwater event, like that powerful fucking mane that she rocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her hair, hair can do so many metal. things. Yeah, hair metal. She should start like a hair metal screamo band. As we'll see later, she should start a hair metal band with Linda Marie, the photographer. <laughs> yeah, her hair was Linda out Marie. of fucking control. Linda Marie was the crown jewel of this entire episode, and we didn't get enough of her. She was true Jersey excellence. Mm-hmm. Um, someone calls so yeah, in to Caroline's show. And like in the most monotone voice, she's like, Caroline, like Caroline goes, what's your dream? And she goes, I want to buy a house and fill it with kids and travel the world. And then Caroline goes, sounds like you're an adventurer. And the caller goes, yep. (laughs) It was so, and Caroline's like, oh, that's great. And then you see Lauren and Chris are like cracking up because they're like, this is so weird. Who called? (laughs) Who was that woman? Then everyone laughs at this poor woman that truly seems like she'll never have a house, fill it with kids, and travel the world. And then Carolyn's like, my kids are just cracking up. Oh. And then this woman's dropped, like, forever. (laughs) She, like, like, drives her car into a lake. (laughs) Yeah. I just want want to travel. Fill it with kids and travel the world. You that was her like last phone leave call. The house at home, right? <laughs> yeah. Woman, that was her like, last phone call ever. <laughs> this is her cry for help phone call that was like reaching out just to like mm-hmm. to not have to like enter the void. She was like, yeah. "Oh, I'm so sad. Let me just like call into Caroline Rules, and it'll give me the hope I need to survive another day." And then, yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> You're going to leave the house at home, right? you leave the house at oh. home, right? Oh, you sound like an adventurer. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> you can't take it. So then we cut to uh, 
No, no, and just Giacinto come over. <laughs> no, not and no, no come over for the big night at the at the Judice, the big portrait. And no, no just got uh, drops drop. in his eyes, so yeah. he's for his like glaucoma or something, and he's like basically blind. And he walks in the house. He's in a terrible mood, and Teresa goes, "Oh, oh, Bobo!" Like she's calling from like the balcony <laughs> with her skinny Italian shirt on, and she's like, "She's like, go sit down." And then you see Linda Marie, the photographer, who's wearing a leather trench, like a pleather trench, mm-hmm. and her hair is teased to the nines, full on like mullet esque Jersey, like J- Bon Jovi height of Bon Jovi queen of like bayonne mm-hmm. and she's she's in there with her like assistant who's wearing like a mink <laughs> i wrote linda marie the photog is a hot bitch she's a hot she's a hot she's a she's one hot bitch and and she goes hi how are you and geocito looks at her and he goes and he like runs by and then Teresa's <laughs> like look you got some pretty women here i know you, like, you have to look pretty, women. pretty women I know you like to look at the beautiful women. And then and then she just like, he's like, Ooh, and he like walks by Linda Marie. And he then, goes straight into like a, like a couch room and just lays horizontal on the couch. Like he does the thing where you put your feet on the ground, but you just lay horizontal on the couch and pray for a swift death. And he goes, story my of my eyes, life. my eyes. Yeah. And then, and then Nona walks in and, and, shakes linda marie's hand and she goes she goes well she goes well you're a lot friendlier than he was <laughs> linda, linda marie, marie and no no go head to head during this photo yeah. shoot it's a war yeah, of the wills it's a it's a true war and um, prior though to the photo shoot we see victoria getting ready for her like spring formal or like prom or something and she has a sign in her room that said, Christ is risen. <laughs> I was just like, whoa. <laughs> I kind of glossed over this whole plot. I was like, but. Victoria thing. I just love like Kathy doing her hair and like a fluffy like cute. Farrah Fawcett hair. I want Kathy to do my hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Kathy came just- in and she. It she seemed really relaxing. I loved it. Yeah. Like, I would be so well, stressed if my mom was even, like, touching my hair. I'd be, like, screaming at her. But, like, their mother-daughter bond seems, like, really natural and, like, positive vibes only. Kathy starts crying about She's like, when she... She goes, just like yesterday, they were putting her on my chest. Looking down at her for the first time. I'm like... <laughs> giving oscar worthy performance in this episode she's in a different realm where she's doing like terms of endearment acting yeah her act she's like fully like performing for the camera in this episode and i was really into it yeah um, i agree like what nothing happens in victoria's prom journey. well she has that amazing like white tent pre-prom photo party which is extremely jersey and very like the pre-photos is always so stressful because you're like so her family put up a tent and invited yeah. like all the family members over to watch her get her photos taken yeah. before she goes to prom okay i was wondering like i didn't know they're that just that was so like rich thing. also she had her bridal shower over the weekend and oh yeah uh, she's getting married her new house is enormous and they had like a full like it looked like a wedding it was like a full insane bridal shower 
Caroline Manzo was there. Lauren Manzo was there. Rosie was there. Um, and it looked really intense. Wow. But like beautiful. Wow. And, and Lauren, Lauren was like, Lauren tweeted or she, she posted like, I expect nothing but perfect from Kathy Wakili. Yeah. Kathy, when Kathy digs into a project, it's going to mm. be a plus execution every time. Notice will be absent. Melissa. Mm, tree. Tree. Rude. I mean, they had, a, yeah, they had a true falling out, but I, I, I noticed that Kathy Rosie to do pastries. Me too. Rosie post Kathy was reposting every photo that people posted of it, but she didn't repost Rosie's photos. I noticed. <gasps> Drama is pointed. Mm-hmm. Intentional. Um, but the the pre prom or the pre dance photos like were always so stressful because I'd be like, first you'd be like, I don't have friends, no one's gonna invite me, and then you would go and it was like awkward. All the parents yeah. were there. And then you would go sit in a car and drink before the dance. Mm-hmm. At least I did. <laughs> the last prom I went to was just like a hot. Well, I went to prom at boarding school where we like literally it was like 12 of us left in my graduating like family. And we like dressed up and like went on like a dinner train. And then at one point like danced, but it was not like a prom prom. And then my last like true high school prom it was like just a fucking coke fest. You did blow? Yeah. I was just like, ha- went with like a group. It was like me and my date and then my friend, like two other friends that were dates. And we like met at my dad's house and then just like proceeded to go sit in like a park parking lot and get really coked out and then like go into prom and continue to be coked out. I don't even like remember yeah what we like dance to or anything we had like party buses that we drank on but we had at my high school proms i because i went to a few because it was like my prom then like i went to some like of my girlfriends like girlfriends like the all-girls schools they had their Mm -hmm. proms so like you would just go to a bunch and but every time you walked in there was either a line of nuns or priests like ready to smell your breath oof so you had to be careful. Yeah, so. you had to be careful with alcohol. Uh, ours too. I think that they were mm-hmm. doing like breath checks or whatever. <laughs> Found a way around that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Kathy, Rich turns to Kathy at one point. And he goes, you know what I think? He goes, you did a, such a great job with the kids. And Kathy goes, but now they're all, they're all leaving me. So dramatic. Kathy goes, I love being a mom. It fulfills me. Yeah. She goes, this, this is my dream. I bought it. Hook, line, and sinker. Like Kathy's Academy Award. Oh, for sure. Speeches. Um, So the rest of the episode is just based around this photo shoot. (laughs) Adriana, <laughs> Teresa is dressing her up like a Vegas showgirl. I know. She looks like in those old-timey photos you could take at, like, Six Flags, where you dress up as, like, a oh, yeah. bluesy. Like, a, like mm-hmm. just sitting on the piano with, like, a cut playing card in your garter. 
Yeah. Yeah. For that's sure. like Adriana's whole vibe. And um, Gia inspecting baby Joey's hair at one point. She goes, Oh, you're getting so much hair like Adriana. Well, Gia, yeah, so Adriana locks them out for a second. Gia always <laughs> runs out to greet Tio Joe. It's like kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And then she comes in and she goes, Someone locked us out. And then she walks in and they all come in and everyone's like playing nice. It's actually like a pretty friendly night. Like everyone's in a good mood. Everyone looked amazing. The photos turned out great. Linda Marie wilded out. She has like a Linda Marie. that she's like tickling people with. And she's like, oh, woo, just, can I make you laugh? Wah! And she's then, like, she's like, come on, Gia Cinto. She goes, can I get a laugh from you? And he just goes, he goes, not happy. when will this be over? In Italian. When like, will this no. be over? Hey, when will this be over? I love Nono. Nono's really like reminds so pissed. Me of Joe, Judy Che. Like they seem very yes. similar. Like I see exactly why Tree married. Yeah. Juicy Joe. He takes, and, and Joe Gorga's so not his dad. When he comes in, he, he, he walks over to the couch room and he like, Sits down with his dad, and his dad's just kind of like, <gasps> My eyes. My eyes. I love that he's just like blind through this whole thing. <laughs> R.I.P. No, no. No, no. Gone, but not forgotten. But he still had a lot of time left, even in this, because there were yeah, he's in 10 th- good years. Yeah. Nine they were like so years. worried about him. Yeah. Then Melania decides she's over this shoot and decides to break free and run around and tree and to get her back in the shoot goes, Melania, do you want to see Justin Bieber tomorrow? And that gets Melania whips her right into shape. (laughs) (laughs) I love thinking of Melania as a believer. Oh, yeah. Like so young. I know. But she she was an old soul. Four years old when they discovered Justin Bieber and like have grown up into teenagers being like crazy fans of his. Yeah, I feel like he's kind of people have grown out of him. Like he's he's sort of I mean he still has a rabid following, but I feel like there are new people now who have even more intense followings. Yeah, but he was like I've, our generation first. didn't have anything like that, right? Uh, got, like, like aside from just like heartthrobs when you're a teen, or something yeah, I guess like there that. was like Insync, Backstreet, and Britney, but like we didn't, but not like the. But it wasn't one like you would be one, like a three year old and love like Backstreet Boys. No, 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 no. I think like One Direction and Believer like changed the game. Yeah. Like where you, would, you could get in as insane. a toddler, like you would yeah. find the kind of like connective love so hard for something as that young. Like I liked like Sesame Street and like Raffi. Yeah. And like Barney. Yeah. I was even too old for Barney. I liked Wishbone. I like Barney. I called him Barnier. <laughs> That's Big gorgeous. Lap. Barnier. I really shit on Barney a lot because I thought I was way too cool. And then mm-hmm. I like would make fun of my sister every time she wanted to watch Barney. And then she had to like shame watch Barney. So Sarah, if I you're love listening, Barney. I'm sorry. Sarah Shane sorry Halls. for Barney shaming Sarah Shane Halls as a young Barney head. 
Who was I? I had on her love. I had this like bootleg Barney that it, you like squeeze it in and it, it would release and make like an air like <laughs> it made this like demented noise and it, it it was like it was like Lart it was like Blarney it wasn't Barney it was like from like Slovakia but I love I was obsessed with it my mom got me like the real Barney and I wanted Barney I wanted, wanted like the Barney. I wanted Barnier Barnier. <laughs> it was like that was like my first one of my first like queer roots barnier that should have barnier. as soon as if i had a son and he was like mom can i watch barnier i'd be like honey i'd pour him a glass of rose and clink do you want to talk about something do you want to talk about something um i accept you just as you are Except you and Barnier, just as you are. That's but yeah, the, the photo shoot goes well. Um, yeah, they're just like... At one point, Teresa's like, Melissa, I really want to just be good. And like, it seems... It's like the first time I've ever seen them like be like... Teresa be like really affectionate with her. Yeah, Teresa was feeling on top of the world... And I just love seeing the Judiches and the Gorgas get along and break bread together as like a happy family. That's how it should Teresa be. Also, Teresa also says my nieces and nephew about Melissa's kids. I was like, I think it's the other way around. <laughs> oh, Tree. Joe gives another killer speech. Mm-hmm. He's like, Tree, organize this photo shoot and we're family. We're family. And then Joe Gorga goes, is that so much to ask, family? <laughs> and then at one point we get Joe being like talking about his kids and he's like how they all look like him. Mm-hmm. And at one point he's like, I really want, he's like, I've got three beautiful kids. I just want one more beautiful little girl and I'm going to name her Jovina. <laughs> Jovina. God heard that and was like, mm, I can't let this happen. Nope. No, the answer is no. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> Jovina. Jovina? Jovina wouldn't have been right. <laughs> I just love, I'm going to name her Jovina. I have a little daughter, one more little girl named Jovina. He would. He absolutely would. He was serious. It's not a joke. Yeah, no. Jesus is not letting that happen. But yeah, so everything basically it's to show like things seem really good in the with Teresa. She's finally like making nice. Everyone seems like they're in they've reached somewhat of a good place and then all that's about to change. All of it's about to just get upended because Teresa's book Fabulosity has come out. We literally Fab- time warp Fabulicious. Fabulous. Oh, fabulous. Yeah, we book. we I rocket through a, that. We rocket through a wormhole into like June. It's from March to like deep June. You have no idea. Like space and time have become. They, it was like contact. It was. Jody Foster fully through, did a contact. Through various wormholes. Like Ellie to control. Can you read me? And they should have like, sent a poet. Yeah. And then your app yeah. just like. I had no brunch. I had no idea. Remember. <laughs> They're alive. That's my favorite part. She sees like she they they pass by like a planet with like alien city lights on it, and and Jodie Foster goes, "They're alive," and then it goes, "Where 
wow, wow. And then just like takes them into another wormhole. Oh my God. I actually have never seen Contact. What? I know. I have pretended this entire time through our entire relationship. Okay, I'll watch it tonight. Watch it tonight. It's actually, it holds up. It's so good. Jodie Foster fucking slays in it. And you get to see her and Matthew McConaughey like fuck, which is so weird. Sexy. And it's incredible and it's amazing and it's get it's queer you'll you'll feel like i think you'll feel like kinship with it i think it's just it's and it's the effects still hold up i'm in okay i'm in i'm gonna do it good um the played along with that i played i've played along with contact and i realized it's time for me to be honest and come clean it's about three hours so devote your life okay great buckle up baby the Manzos are having brunch on the deck. And then Lauren Manzo decides to start shit and tell Caroline that Tree talked major trash on her and her new book, Fabulicious. And Caroline, well, first goes, Caroline comes out with like a summary salad for everyone. And then Chris goes, Greg, this is why we thought you'd do for us when you lived with us. I was like, oh, can't go, can't go one, one, one moment without. <laughs> Yeah, so so Lauren couldn't wait, by the way. No, she was giddy. She was quaking with excitement. Mm-hmm. And then she tells Caroline, she's like, Teresa had a lot to say about you. And Caroline goes, me? Yeah. <laughs> Lauren, was ex- Lauren hates Teresa so much. She was so ready to do this. Yeah. And then we so get she's... to Kathy and Rich. Like, before we even get to, like, the what Tree said about Caroline payload, we cut to Kathy and Rich, and they're reading the cookbook. And what did she say about Kathy? Said her baby sister... Oh, no, no, no. That was about Melissa. She said some shit about Kathy. And then that made her and Rich mad. So Rich puts the cookbook in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> Did, he, did she say, oh, she said something about Kathy's, like, wanting to open a restaurant or something and, like, being, like, stupid. I can't even remember. Or maybe she didn't say anything and they're mad No, she didn't it. say anything about Kathy. And so then they're mad about it. Uh, yeah. Honestly, okay, I get why people are mad, but I'm also, like, this is, she has to sell copies of her book. Like, she's on a show. You know that she talks shit. Like, and it's benefiting and it's, all of you. Yeah. Like, it's nothing she said is that bad. It's just like funny disses and it's dumb, but it's also like, I wouldn't worry about it that much. And it's keeping you all in, it's keeping everyone in the press. Yeah. As the, so as like, the housewives love to say, the press. Get over it. The press. Um, any good, any press is good press, you know? It's mm-hmm. and if you, and Teresa knows Teresa knows what she's doing. She, she's got to create a plot for the next season. It's basically and Kathy's like Kathy goes. Well, it's, it reads more like a tabloid. So I guess if you're not confident in, in the food you're cooking, you need to resort to other ways. About Melissa, she says her baby sister-in-law copies everything she does, from the shoes she wears to the chairs on her front porch. And Melissa goes, I don't even have chairs on my front porch. <laughs> and I was like, I love, like, it's classic tree to just say shit. 
Yeah, it's. I love my baby sister-in-law. Can't stop copying. And then her, whatever, I think Kim is there and her little sister, and she's like, mm. and then uh, she, we find out that. Well, Jacqueline goes over to Teresa's house and she's crying about Ashley. She's like, look, my skin's broken out. She's like, her hair is falling out. She's like in a mess. And like, just fucking kick her out already. Like, clearly, if it's like now causing you to have like physiological symptoms of unwellness, you should get rid of her. Well, that's the one sound advice Teresa gives. She's like, well, you you and Chris need to be strict. Yeah. And like, come down on her a little. fucking fault. They're letting yeah. her live there. They're he- helping her with money. Yeah. Um. And then Caroline finds out that she made fun of Chris, that Teresa makes fun of, says Caroline's one sixteenth Italian. She's not really fully Italian. She She's like Olive Garden Italian or whatever she is, whatever the fuck. Yeah, it's like she basically calls her the Olive Garden. Caroline's as Italian as the Olive Garden. I love. Yeah. Italians beefing with other Italians over like how Italian they are because Tree is like full blooded Italian. She's like her like, first language the is language. Italian. Yeah, like comes from Santa Cosalina, is a true mamma mia. And Caroline, well, Caroline, you could you could tell Caroline last season when they went to Italy felt a little like insecure about it because she didn't yeah. speak it. She felt like some kind of shame about her lack of Italian. Yeah, she's just kind of like a white woman who likes to cook meatballs mm-hmm. there's a difference and she also trolls she says oh, something she about meatballs well she trolls some meatballs but she trolls the worst thing you can do to caroline is make fun of her children and she goes after chris manzo having the idea to have a stripper car wash i do not service. believe that it is appropriate for a stripper this is a family a cookbook <laughs> she was this and, is a family cookbook and I don't think that's appropriate for family. Cool. And Caroline goes, go after my kids. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I just love like Lauren bringing it up and, sh- and then Caroline going, me. She wrote about me. Me. Well, she, they're so sick of them. At this, they're like, she goes, she goes, that's it. That's it for me. <laughs> All she needed is an excuse. Mm-hmm. Then Greg comes in with the best burn where they're like, Chris Mans is like one sixteenth Italian. Like, I wonder who did that math. And then Greg goes, their accountant. <laughs> Maybe they're. Oh my accountant. God. That was. And I was like, lolled. Burn of the season. Yeah. He's got their so, number. So effortless. And I love like, he's not oh, yeah. afraid. He delivers consistently the best burns of tree and like, she they can't really say anything to him. Yeah, they can't because they Cause, know that he will one, I don't think, burn again. One, I don't think they can. They're smart enough to know what he's saying. And two, I think that they're like Teresa. Are, Joe's already walking on thin ice from season one when he called the dancer, the dance instructor, a faggot. Mm-hmm. So she knows, like, she can't say anything. Yeah, but he's he is good. Yeah, and Teresa's like. You go after my kids. I'm sorry. You're done. You're done. This is and a then cookbook. back at Caroline goes, this is a cookbook, not a bashing book. What's a bashing book? book. <laughs> a burn book. A bashing book. 
I love it. Caroline, that's cookbook. like her with like a knife. This is a cookbook. Not a bashing book. Not a bashing, not a bashing book. Mm. Caroline with her little like. Mm. Her sad no. like downturned mouth. She's so disappointed. I love just so disappointed that someone would say this. And then Jacqueline's like, hey, so I notice you like talk shit about everyone in our lives in your cookbook. And she's like, what's that all about? And Teresa's like, what? It was a joke. You know, haha, funny. Then Jacqueline's like, well, I mean, you did say like, well, first Jacqueline takes the book and she goes, she goes, I don't. She goes, where here does it say it's a joke? (laughs) That was a good. I love Jacqueline really trying to like harness her confidence and like confrontation because you can tell it takes a lot for her to like speak up in this way yeah and i admired like her stepping out of her comfort zone and like she does it in a mm-hmm. funny way i have respect and then she's like, i do too well if you say that caroline's 116th italian you're basically saying that my husband is 116th italian and Tree is not happy. Tree goes, I'm kind of starting to get a little pissed off. Yeah. Because she knows. And then she's like, she's, she, and then she equates herself to Lucille Ball. That was a wild girl. reach. Everyone loves me and they think I'm like Lucille Ball. It was like, you. This is her reckoning when she just realizes that everyone hates her. Yeah. Is that what next season's all about? Mm hmm. The We Hate Tree. Season. I mean, we could just do it. I don't know if I can take much more. Yeah, same. I mean, I think I will probably watch like on my own, mm-hmm. but I'm also ready for like new journeys. Yeah. But I'm fascinated by like this truly. I didn't because I, I think back in the day had stopped by this point watching Ron J and to see like the downfall like this is just like tree is like a boulder falling down a cliff and is yeah i don't know at if I can, this point teetering on the top of it i don't know if i can do it again either it's a real trap like it's a real tragedy what happens to her it is but she's bounced the back tough sicilian, so she's a tough sicilian bitch the tough sicilian bitches chapter might have to close for now might come to an end this is We're a, coming this to is an a end. laughing podcast not a bashing podcast not a bashing podcast. yeah i don't <laughs> i just don't know if i can watch like family Ugh. this season started to feel like it wore on me after a while where i was just like them again like i need we'll find we'll find our new Mm-hmm. we'll find something new we'll find something new also it's like summertime i just feel like i miss i'm so sad that lohan beach house had to be so bad that it couldn't warrant <laughs> a whiff of a second season or any follow-up whatsoever that it wasn't picked up by even russian today i know <laughs> a tragedy i would watch like a dubbed russian version of season me two. too I but like putin yeah, I feel I like, like a summer, a sexy summery show. But we'll we'll find something new. Yeah, we're gonna kill it. I'm not worried about us. I'm more worried about. And I, Trini, and I miss Danielle. I miss her so much. She truly was the missing link of this season. Yeah, her 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 absence haunted the season. I think 
yeah her spirit never left like it was i was very like with she was still with me but i mm-hmm. i felt like my body and soul kept waiting for her to come on the screen or like stir shit up because she was the queen and still Not, is the queen she is well the season ends with like little recaps of what their sad lives are now and it says ashley lives at home and legally changed her name to ashley with two e's (laughs) she has no job and legally changed her name to ashley (laughs) incredible trees's book spent one week on the new york times bestseller list i was like same that's all Mm -hmm. it takes (laughs) (laughs) that's all you gotta do and joe abandoned his bankruptcy filing amidst allegations of fraud so this is Mm -hmm. truly the boulders just about to start rolling down it says kathy is still stirring things up dot 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 in the kitchen in the kitchen (laughs) melissa's song was number 14 on the dance chart i know that was like that was good that was really good I've been singing on display to myself this entire past week. I can see the weight of the world pushing, pushing down, on down on me. On display, on display, on display, on display. On display. Each day. and every day, every day, every day. Waiting on everyone waiting on me to fall. They can keep on. They can keep on. And Tree didn't come to Joey's first birthday. And Caroline is done with Tree. She's done. Done, done, done. done. I'm not enough. I'm out. I've had enough of this. Um, <sighs> but there's... How many reunions are there? One? There's two. Two. So we'll recap the reunions. Yeah. And then... And then it's a whole... It's a brave new world out there. What are we going to do next? We don't even know. That's a secret. We'll never tell. It's a true mystery. If you have any suggestions. Yeah, suggest. We don't have to listen to anything you say, but suggest anyways. Suggest away. Suggest away. We'll see if we'll see if you're right. Lars. Care. Thank you so you can follow Care at E Cario. And you can subscribe to Patreon for a bonus episode. Other bonus so episodes. Bonus episodes. There's an incredible cachet of content that awaits you recaps of seasons one and two of Vanderpump rules bonus episodes, the whole entirety of pumped podcast, which was like the first iteration of my Vanderpump rules podcasting career is on there. Like it's just, there's so much stuff. So check it out. Get into it. Patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. And Until next time. Register to vote. Register to vote. Goodbye. Bye.